0: This is Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Wald. And this weekly podcast is brought to you by Plantation S.A. Church. Season three, episode 45. And of course, I have to acknowledge the world's greatest co and her abbreviation of D-W-O-W. You know why you I called that? <laughs> Can you let everybody know why you called that?
1: Way out west. Yes, That's yes, right.
0: Dawn, way out west. <laughs> we want to thank you for that. Well, uh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for coming on. As always, Don, you are yes. a uh pleasure. a big help making that this podcast a success. Yes. But guess what we have today?
1: I know this is a newbie. This is a, She's a newbie. newbie. Mm-hmm. We gotta,
0: we gotta give her initiation. <laughs> so let's <laughs> let's give her let's, let's let's give her let's give her a due. We want to thank you. She's a nurse educator. Mm-hmm. She's a mother of three. Mm-hmm. She's a Jamaican native
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the thing about it is she's, she's fun to be around. I've been mm-hmm. with her many times. She's fun to be around. We know it's Joy but we're going to give the proper name. Mm-hmm. We're going to say Dr. Ruth Graham Finley. Welcome.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for this warm welcome and You're for being with both of you.
2: You're most welcome. Thank you, thank you.
0: And uh, we want to thank our podcast listeners uh, for taking the time out or whatever uh, social media platform they may be using. We want to thank them uh, for any type of sermon related questions or any comments concerns you may have. Mm-hmm. Please contact us via WhatsApp at 954 388 8780. And as we always do, let's start off with a word of prayer. Father God, we want to thank you. Lord, we're not worthy. But, Lord, we want to thank you. Just as uh, Joy said in her sermon that all we have to do is just seek you first. Mm -hmm. Seek you first, and you have everything we need to have. Just continue to submit to your word. We want to thank you for the wonderful sermon. We want to thank you for the women's ministry and all the women that were participated uh, this past Sabbath. Continue to bless this podcast. May it go forth to someone, anyone, anywhere. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. All right, Joyce. So, sorry, let me say Dr. Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> Victory in Prayer and Praise. Why did you come up with that title? Was it your title? Or were you given that title to you? Was it given to no,
3: you? No, um, the theme for the women's ministry was um, connections. Hmm. But I, I was really impressed on this because I listen to a lot of podcasts yes and I I've been the the, the pulse of uh, the uh community was on um a lot of people are going through a lot of loss you know mm. the, the, the 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 height of the covid is behind us mostly mostly although covid mm. is really not gone no, At of, you no, know too. it yeah. is not gone mm. um but the pulse is that they're in a, uh, I say a doldrum because the, they're still, um, suffering from the losses that they've experienced. And I, and they were be getting stuck. And mm. I figured, um, this story was a really good, um, powerful story that, um, brought hope and um, elevated the spirit so that they could realize that even in their darkest places Mm -hmm. that God can and is there with them.
2: Yes.
3: And there are strategies in the Bible that can actually help us.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: So I I thought of this story came to mind. Right. Mm Awesome.
1: Awesome.
0: That's good. That's good. Um, So I like it when you mentioned King Jehoshaphat, which you, you know, Finger to King J, which I love that. Um <laughs> why 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 that story? Really, why did that story?
1: Yeah, why the stories? That
0: story? Yeah. Yeah, why that story?
3: Tons of all the, the stories in the Bible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That particular story has so many strategies. It shows you when you have um crises coming from left, right, and center. I mean he had not one but three armies many of us are going through situations where we have, um, we may have lost loved ones, we may have experienced, this period was called, dubbed the Great Recession. So a lot of people may have lost their jobs, you know, there was this vaccine issue, some people didn't want to take it. Mm -hmm. And um, some people not only lost um, loved ones and family members, but um, so there were crises coming from different corners of the world now you're hearing a lot of talk about um climate change and then there was a gas price and then there's you know and then there's a food scarcity and a raised increased Mm -hmm. price for food and Mm -hmm. you know on and on you were hearing a lot of just a lot of negative coming at you and there is in my opinion there's just so much the human spirit can absorb so i wanted to find a story in the bible that really brought hope
2: Mm.
0: So uh Dr. Roof you you had the story about King Jehoshaphat which of course was so comically you use use it as uh King J which I do like that. Um why this story? So many in the book. Why why this one?
3: Well, first let me address the King J part. Uh <laughs> the issue with that is a lot of people are kind of put off I find with the Old Testament because the names are a little challenging. And they go through a lot of genealogy and so on, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I, (laughs) everybody's got a method. And um, so I I just uh, call him King Jay. He's a king and he's Jehoshaphat. And I don't have to really go through the um, breaking down his name. So I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. It's relatable. Mm -hmm. Ah, Yeah, I think
0: it's relatable.
3: <laughs> yes. It's relatable. And it, oh, it, it, it it you know and I gave it context. I don't know if you remember that. I gave it context so people realize that he actually lived. And I I actually did the research to find out when his kingdom was, when did he reign from? Yeah. So, yeah. So he it's relatable and people can identify with this person now, you know. Mm-hmm. And um so that's my backstory on the King Jay issue Mm -hmm. and um, now why this story, this particular story um, uh, shows a biblical, I wanted a biblical template, a godly template for how we can um, really deal with, handle, manage how, you know, from a godly perspective. Now, there are lots of other ways, you know, and not to ignore them because they're valid. Um, but just how God dealt with, um, dealt with this situation, he had three armies, like I said, three armies coming against him. And a lot of us now have multiple issues that we're dealing with, juggling all at the same time. We're dealing with, um, residual effects of the pandemic, you know, the losses and, um, you know, we lost friends and family members and so on. And the, the, the pain of those losses don't just automatically go away. Yeah. We, we miss these people and their the people were part of our lives. So, you know, they may be coming to church and smiling with you and so on, but they're still hurting deep down. And when you come to church, you want church to be a healing place. So I thought yeah. of a story that in the Bible that showed how God is real, helps someone, and um and can help them too so the at the end i wanted them to feel that they could just leave their burdens with god and they don't have to be trying to fight every battle you remember part of the story is the battle is not the battle is god's it's not yours Yes, you know so you don't have to be trying to fight every battle and feeling um perplexed when you can't come up with an answer to your the challenges that come at you Mm -hmm. because you're a god
1: exactly in
3: short yeah
1: one of the things i found really truly amazing about this story looking back on it again this weekend was the fact that jehoshaphat had such a strong army his army was prepared to go into battle to with anyone but when he realizes that all these people are coming all of a sudden he has fear and then all of a sudden he decides, you know what, I can't do this by myself. I really do need God. But my question for you now is as a Christian, and I know you've been in the church for many years,
2: mm-hmm.
1: when you see those, uh, those enemies coming towards you, the things that happen left and right all the time, why is it as Christians we start automatically starting to fear? And we forget to think, let me ask God. Why do we go into that time frame where we just say, oh, "I can't"? How am I going to deal with this? Why do you think that is?
3: Well, you see, Jehoshaphat was terrified, and that's mm-hmm. a pause I took in the in the lesson to show the human side of him—that mm-hmm. he too, like us, he was afraid. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah. "Oh, how am I going to really manage this? What mm-hmm. am I going to do?" You know so the bible said he was terrified in one translation and um another he was afraid he was frightened and so mm-hmm. i flesh it out by saying i can't just imagine just the fact that the bible put that in there to show that he's not superhuman he mm-hmm. is human just like us mm-hmm. that is maybe this is how the human um um element how we are built but he was afraid, just like if something happens to us, our first response is mm-hmm. if someone gets into a car accident, if mm-hmm. you hear someone fell and need to go to the hospital, if you hear any any alarming, unexpected, sudden, undesirable news, you go like, oh, what am I going to do, you know, response. But quickly his, um, so like he, like us, responded being with the human side being terrified but immediately his response after that after the the human response is to seek God
2: mm-hmm. he sought
3: God mm-hmm. and that's why I thought it was such a good um such a good uh story to use because he was terrified but his first practical response was to was to seek God.
1: Yes. Amen. Amen. So do you think that that would be something that, you know, how do we get out of that, that fear factor that we go into and just start to step straight into, you know what, this has happened, but let me choose God. How do you think we should do that?
3: I think it will take practice. You know, and I think it was um, not by accident that they mentioned the first response was that he was terrified. Mm -hmm. And I think it just takes practice, you know, practice, 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 knowing that our lives are, you know, you know, so dependent on God. And I loved his, uh, I'm maybe getting ahead of myself here, when he said, I have no power. So there is a point when he did a self-assessment, and you know, and I, I think God loves us when we are humble, when we're just humble, and realize that no matter how you think you can strategize and you're the smartest, um, you know, cookie and in the in the, in the, in the, in the <laughs> that um, it it's God. It's it's really, really God and it takes practice, you know, like Daniel prayed morning, midday, and evening. It just takes a practice of total dependence on God.
0: Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. You um you spoke about the crises um in uh in your sermon. You know, the you were talking about the primary sources. You mentioned um the troubles, you mentioned about being in a sinful world, and you also talk about yeah. spiritual warfare. Talk about that a little bit, please.
3: Yeah, so, you know, in preparation for the sermon, uh, I, I, any good person, I made some good research on um, some of the crises. And just to tie it in a little bit, uh, uh, my book is on crises. Right. So, I'll say that. But um, crises, from the moment that Adam and Eve disobeyed God, it opened almost like a Pandora box, you mm-hmm. know, and the world is a sinful place.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: God did Absolutely. not, in my opinion, how it appeared, God did not intend death and disease and weeds to grow. Remember after that, even the soil was um, transformed. But God said, by the sweat of your brow, you will eat bread Mm -hmm. Things just totally, totally change. So we're in this sinful world where there, I mean, my goodness, viruses are minuscule, cannot be seen by the human eye, but they can wreak such havoc on our bodies. Mm -hmm. So we're in a sinful world just by the very fact that there is sin in the world. You know, we're in a sinful world. And um, and then I, using the Bible for the whole thing, you know, is um we are born in sin and shaped in iniquity so we have sinful tendencies and yeah. that's why we need God yet again that's why we need God so um and and the scripture I used is that um our hearts are full of all kinds of sin so, Unless we are fully transformed by God, you know, that is our natural inclination. And that perhaps could answer the terrified part. Our natural inclination is towards sin. And the third source is that there's spiritual warfare. Yeah. Spiritual warfare, you know. Um, The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. So if you realize now that we're in this world... Where there is, um, we're in an evil world. We're in a sinful world, yeah, and we have sinful tendencies, and plus we have spiritual warfare. You realize this, and 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 you know, really great chapter is a steps to Christ chapter on prayer, because God, Jesus, when he was on earth, he realized our weakness. And that unless we pray, that is where you get your refreshing of strength, you get your renewing of strength. So um it's like a fountain that we have to keep going to to get refreshed, you know. Yeah. And many of us um we drive on empty a lot. <laughs> we 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 do, and that's a change that has to take place. We have
2: Amen. To be- Amen. Yeah.
1: Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Now, I know you are a praying woman. And I know that that's your big thing, that you love to pray about every single situation. And just yeah. mentioning Steps to Christ, when you look at Jesus' example, even while he was here on earth, he was still Mm. every morning. He's gone before he starts to interact with everybody. And he's the son of God. We would think, well, doesn't he already have the power? He should already have it. But he knew that it was important for him, not only for him to do that, but to show the example to us. Now, you talked a little bit about, well, you talked a lot about prayer, but the hurried prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, and we say yes. real quick, oh wait, let's just quickly pray about this. Let's just quick. How ineffective is that, and why should we be looking at Jesus's example of how to pray?
3: Yes, you know we. I have not seen a hurried example, a hurried prayer example by Jesus in mm. any of the um stories of prayer that I've seen. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know if you if if we could um I mean after he was baptized, he was led of the spirit into the wilderness and there he prayed for like what forty days, 40 days.
2: yeah
3: ah let me take a breath on that <laughs> you know <laughs> but um i I just believe. The more I study prayer, I realize that um, God wants to hear from us. You know, there's a song that I that plays in the back of my head. I don't know if you all know it. I miss my time with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: God wants so much to yes. have. A, it blows your mind, right? That the God of heaven who has everything uh, you know he desires a relationship with dawn with joe with joy you know with each of us and um and just spending time quality time not the hurried you know um fast food uh time god really wants to spend time with us and it is during that time that we get the renewing, that we get the refreshing, that we get the strength, that we get the answers. And you know, and the important part about it is that you really God gets to know you and you get a chance to know him. Yeah. So it's it's a kind of intimate relationship that that you're building. And if you know you're going to heaven where God is going to be sovereign and you're going to be living with this you know, it it's just kind of smart to get to know his character. You know, yes. and how allow him to get to know you too, right? That's true. Oh yeah. So from that perspective, you know, spend time with with, with you spend time with your children, your spouse, your so on. Spend time with God, and uh, you know,
2: mm-hmm. okay,
3: see that. challenges, mm-hmm. right? Mm.
0: That's true. I mean, why would you, if you want to go there for eternity and, you know, we have the time here to spend with him and he's always available,
2: mm.
0: you know, we we should earnestly seek him. I mean, I love what my wife does and she's up five in the morning and she is just earnestly doing that. And, you know, I, just to see her do that. And then she just busts out crying because she mm. knows that she's. Been in the Holy Spirit. I mean, believe me, I've been seeing this for years. So you know, I it's it's wonderful. It's so wonderful. I've had my moments uh, when I was um, in the hospital. You guys know when I had COVID and and pneumonia, and I was I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't walk. I had to get people to help me with things. And I just the tears started flowing. I said, "Okay, God, I'm here." And it shouldn't have came to that, but. It, it, it was just a powerful moment for me to get to know Christ closer and more how much yeah. he loves us, yeah. how much he loves us, you know um, you had mentioned something in your sermon right quick also, you said you liked the parable of the persistent widow, why did you say you liked that 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 <laughs> story? I
3: heard that when you said yeah. that I, I, I did say that, you know, and you know it's amazing when you're in, uh, when you're Preaching that mm-hmm. uh, stories come to your brain that you may not even have uh, written yeah. down, wrote down. But what I like, what I said, that in context with uh, a lot of people give up too soon. Yeah, they they yeah. have an issue, and some of us have real serious, issues, you know, family issues, challenges, marriages, children.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh God, help us! <laughs> and um, and we pray, and sometimes. It is the human nature, perhaps, as well. We get discouraged. Yeah. We we say, you know, I've really been praying about this for quite a while. And, you know, God really hasn't answered. And, right, everybody can attest to that, right? Yes. And sometimes we humanly, you know, we we were accustomed to this fast food thing. That we, we go to the ATM and we put the money in and we believe as soon as you pray, then God is going to. You know, God answers in different forms, right? I Mm -hmm. don't dictate how God answers and when He answers, Mm -hmm. but um, I've said that to really encourage persistence in prayer. You Mm -hmm. know, not only is it to be fervent and so on, but and I and I include myself in this in saying um, we need to build. You know, it's not a finger pointing. It's just we need to build persistence, persistence, persistence. Knowing he hears, he understands how he answers again. You remember I addressed that part: how he yeah. answers, when he answers, um, and so on. But just don't give up. Don't give up. To give up is almost to give in to the to the dark forces. You know, mm-hmm. so just just keep praying. Well, believe
2: me,
0: that judge, that judge, uh, he was like, wow, this woman (laughs) is really on my back. So, I'm (laughs) glad he granted her what she asked for.
3: Yes, but God is also saying, you know, like, if we being human know how to give good gifts to our children, Mm -hmm. how much more the father is able to give good gifts to them that seek him. Mm -hmm. So, likewise, if this woman, this persistent woman you know, ke- keep coming after the judge and the judge gives in, how much more that God, you know, not that he He will do what is wise in God's it, to him, you yeah. know. And um, we just have to position ourselves, do what we're supposed to do. Just keep on praying, God, present it. Just keep presenting it. Just keep presenting it. And, you know, sometimes when you keep presenting a thing, it's not that the thing changes hmm. but it's your perception and your acc yeah you see what i'm talking about yeah. yeah and you see the situation in a different way and you may even say look at how i was praying against that mm. and then so god works god is all wise you know we're yes. not in how he answers when he answers but you know it's um that he's still working on us, with us, in the context of our situation.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah,
3: just don't give up. So
1: what would you think is the best way for us, if we have been so used to a hurried prayer life, how can we change that and what are the best ways in which to do that?
3: Well, um, we are accustomed to a hurried prayer life because we do live in a society that is hurried. Oh,
2: yes. We seriously
3: yes. have time. We jump up in the morning. The kids have to go to school and we have this and we have that. And every moment seems to be scheduled. Mm-hmm. My suggestion is schedule in prayer as well. Yes. Make, part of your, make prayer part of your schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, yes put it on a timer, you know, and let it be in one of your other alarms. Mm. So, yeah, so when it goes off, you just say, this is a time for prayer. Just as you schedule in other things, you know, it's time to get up, it's time to do this, it's time to do that, make it part of your schedule. And I dare say, make it, uh, prioritize it, you know, schedule it in. Mm. Otherwise, it won't happen because sometimes we even look, lose track of time. Oh, my goodness, especially this change in time that we're experiencing mm. now. I I was actually on the road and I had to hurry in because I said, oh, my goodness, it's dark outside.
2: Yes.
3: Um, it's getting, you know, you have to yeah. schedule it in. Mm. And I had to schedule this in. I had to put an alarm on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. it happens Very, Very good. it does
3: yes.
0: um my last um well it's not a question but it's what you said toward the end of your sermon you spoke about the assembly of the brothers and sisters yeah you talked about praising God in the midst of the crisis
2: oh yes
0: uh you also talked about proclaiming his goodness
2: mm. yes.
0: And then the testimonies and the goodness and being faithful—those, all those—that—that yes. th- that, that was just a home run right there. You know, oh my! That's just a home run <laughs> right there. You can just—you can just travel the bases because
2: you're going, a, going home.
1: Praying yeah. in the midst of crisis—I think that's the one that hit me hardest. Yeah. Because in the midst yes. of crisis, you don't want to. You're like God. You see what's happening. Why are mm-hmm. you not? Stepping in and doing and doing, it. and so now that becomes like a, a popcorn prayer, real quick. Fix sit, sit <laughs> now, prayer. Uh-huh. How do we pray properly in the middle of a crisis?
3: Well, try and understand when, um, in the midst of the crisis, he focused on praise, mm. and I did, yeah. yeah, and you singing, singing your prayer, mm-hmm.
2: of course. <laughs>
3: <laughs> is, is another way to do it. You mm-hmm. may not be able to go down on your knees, and sometimes you cry out to God, or you pray, and you, you 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 lose words to say. But I thought it was so powerful, and I'll say verse twenty-two when it says, "When God heard the praise," mm-hmm. wasn't that awesome? Yes. Then He answered in the middle mm-hmm. of the praise. Yes. I I learned. I, I mean, I know this story a long time ago. But um, you know, I just 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 sing when you can't kneel down to pray. Sing, yes. But all but never lose. God is like your lifeline. Mm-hmm. Don't lose connection. I said, don't lose hold unto God. Don't lose your faith. Don't lose your hope. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love when Job says, "Though you slay me, yet will I serve you."
2: That's right.
3: That, that's a journey of growth. That, yeah, you know, yeah Don, that all the of us will of have to get to, you know?
2: Yeah, and he
0: said that in the midst of even his family, his wife, and all that. And he still yeah. said, So he may slay me. Wow. That's and a serious thing.
3: You know, a bit of it is preparation, you know, because let's not kid ourselves. We know things are not, they're hard, harder times around the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this may be a preparation. You know, I, you remember I said is a use it as a line in the sand, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> make that make the necessary steps to change. And one mm-hmm. we just mentioned is schedule in prayer, mm-hmm. even on your alarm on your cell phone, mm-hmm. because the time to get to know God is not. You know, people are talking about uh, coming. Uh, what are you talking about again? Civil war, or whatever else you hear in the news media, that, um, you know, and let not your heart be troubled. Yeah. Uh, And it's a journey. It's a journey, but the journey begins, you know, I say use today as if you hadn't started before, use today as your start.
1: Starting. Wonderful. Yeah. I want to ask you about your book. So what yeah. is your book about? And I know that you wrote it this year. So give us a little insight on where we can get it from.
3: Uh, the easiest way to get it is to call me. It's 954-937-0852. Just call me, especially if you're local. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 You can, in, um, what do you call it? I am me. Um, yeah. You know, message yeah, yeah. me. DM. Yeah, DM me. <laughs> DM me. I'm working on um I have a team of people working, trying to get a book on um, Amazon. So awesome. it'll be up there soon, right? What amen, is
1: This title of yeah, this topic.
3: The title of the book is What Matters Most.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And this book came out of a personal crisis. And I'll tell you, um, in the middle of the, um, COVID out of the blue, um, my daughter just got up to say hi to her dad and, um, and just collapsed. Literally, she fell to the floor, but she was, you know, that embarrassed laugh. She was like, so like, what are you doing on the floor? And she she can't get up. So we helped her up and, uh, we checked her out and she says her knee just gave up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we fixed it, checked it out, and nothing was wrong with the knee. And she was fine after that. But it happened a second time. When it happened a mm-hmm. second time, we realized that she needed help. Um, to make a long story short, it turned out that she needed surgery. Mm. And uh, was warned by the doctor that she would need an extended rehab. Mm. So... Here I am now saying, how am I going to, you see, the first human response, yeah. how am I going to deal with this? Because now I had to step aside from work. Yes. And, um, and in that process, you know, it's amazing how God guides us and leads us and so on. Immediately in that process, and I'm home and I'm taking care of her because her leg was immobilized. You know, one leg was immobilized, knee was immobilized, and um, uh, my sister just said, called me to say, "Hey, it's COVID, but they're doing a medical missionary training. That's the Northeast Conference." So, God just led me into that path, and I said, "Well, you know, um, learning about." natural remedies and so on is a good knowledge to have, a knowledge bank to have. Mm -hmm. So I did that and I became the certified medical missionary. But I say that to say, then you begin to examine as you go around, you know, different people were going through different crises, different challenges, different this, different that. And you realize that they are stuck they are stuck because they don't have the tools they don't have so i i included a lot of practical strategies so i said what matters most because at that time my daughter's health health was just the most important thing i had no one to say i'm at work you know handle her i didn't have that so what matters most was that i had no choice but to prioritize her health. She was only what, 13, 14 at the time?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So um, people are stuck for lack of knowledge, lack of information, lack of strategies, lack of skills, lack of tools. So that is why in the sermon when I said, yes, I could give you all the strategies, all the research, you know, because backing up a little bit, when I was doing my dissertation was on crises and how patients respond to crises. Um you know the COVID crises, family members couldn't come in to to see them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do people so out of that situation, I extended it to um include tools, strategies, and of course my Christian faith is you have to have a faith in god that he will pull you through and miraculous things happen remember sabbath i i i i don't if oh i there's a lady in church where her son also had a tumor a very large tumor and the prognosis was really poor the doctors imagined that they were going to have to he would be a double amputee and so on and so forth And she came to Plantation Church and we prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. So like a few weeks before this sermon, she came back to give thanks. and She was thankful and crying and just overjoyed and just grateful that we prayed and how they were able to remove the tumor and they didn't have to amputate his leg. And now he is up and walking.
2: Amen. amen and
3: yes so I said yeah. I even mentioned the 10 lepers that um, were healed and only one returned mm, there he was one of those persons who returned to give thanks
2: to give mm-hmm. Thanks.
3: Mm-hmm. you know so when God has blessed you, blessed you blessed you, healed you and recovered and restored you know your brokenness whatever it is, give thanks. Amen. And proclaim
2: God's goodness. Amen. Amen.
3: Because it encourages others as well. You know, it encourages of course, of course. others. Right. Testimonies. The testimonies. The, testimonies the other yeah.
0: testimonies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah,
2: yeah, So true. All
0: right. We well, Don. You, hey, ladies. I wanna. I wanna run something by you. Let me see how good your your memory banks are. <laughs> do you remember the? Do you remember the term? Do you remember the term jumping Jehoshaphat? I think so. I think. Do you remember the cartoon character, Yosemite Sam?
1: No, that one I don't know.
0: The one that you saw, he always fighting Bugs Bunny? (laughs) You don't remember that?
1: Yes, I know
0: (laughs) that one. (laughs) (laughs) No, what I'm saying is the history behind that. That was a term in the country western in the 1800s that that word was used as like a surprise or shocking or whatever and i looked at it i said oh my goodness that's why yosemite sam said that in the cartoon jumping jehoshaphat and i was like what
1: you're right
0: so i'm giving you a little history on that but it's kind of oxymoron because the biblical jehoshaphat didn't do any jumping
1: he didn't (laughs) all he he did
0: was stand still and pray Okay. <laughs> I just thought I'd run that into you. I, I was I just was like, wow. Yeah. So
2: That's
0: now true. I know what that term, you know, I looked it up because I heard it before years and years ago, but I wasn't putting it in a biblical term. So there we go.
3: There is hope. There is hope, guys. <laughs> you got to hold on to that. Yeah. You know? so what would be your takeaway
1: um one second joe what would be your final final summary take-home message from your son that you think is the most important aspect that somebody for the whole week needs to walk away with hello i don't
0: know if you can hear us
1: can you hear me, Joe? Joe, Joy? Are you, mm-hmm. I can hear you. I don't think she can hear you. Can you hear me, Joy?
3: The question is for me or for Joe? Yes, it's for you. What is oh no. <laughs> that's funny. No, okay, let me think. Did you hear yes. it already? Did you hear the question? Uh, what is the takeaway? Yes. The yes. final takeaway. Yes. What yes, I thought you were asking Joe. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. My my takeaway on this is, is really simple. I believe God is coming soon. Amen. I really believe it's important for us to build our relationship with God now.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Build our relationship with God now and um and secure ourselves now so that when um harder times come, whatever those hard times are, this could be like a I don't want to call this a dress rehearsal because some people are really going through the the, the experiences right now, especially because of the pandemic. Um People lost loved ones. So yep. yeah, that's big. Yeah. That's that. That's that's big. And um, but I, I just want to. I always present hope. That's what the Bible, you know, presents.
2: Mm. And
3: when you come to church with those burdens of loss and and you're in a quandary as to where you're going to put the next foot in front of the next, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, and, and I have a real serious passion for the youth as well going through these um, situations that they're going through this trying time. At least we're older and we have some resources we can pull on, but they're just building. Mm -hmm. So my thing is um, uh, build your faith now. Build your faith now. And um, because God is really coming soon. And mm-hmm. with that, we may experience harder times. But hold on to hope. You know, you remember at the very beginning of the sermon, I gave the analogy of pregnancy. Why? Yeah. Because when you're Don, you know pregnancy, okay. When, when you're in the most discomfort, that's the time you have to is an active period yeah. of, you know, the baby's coming. Exactly. It's an active period where you must prepare, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right and um labor pains is no joke (laughs) and (laughs) but after that comes joy Uh, right
2: mm -hmm. yeah Mm
3: -hmm. so um and i i weaved in the the concept of connections we are not left to be solo all by ourselves you can encourage me and I can encourage you. We are in a community of believers. The Bible even says, iron sharpeneth iron. So
2: mm-hmm.
3: we, we collectively, but, uh, even the song, we're marching to Zion. It's a we thing. When mm-hmm. Jesus was here, he had friends. He had disciples who would um, watch with him, who would leave all and be with him. You know, so... In the midst of that, we are connected. We encourage each other. And so that's on the human part and then we remain connected to God so we can encourage each other in our Christian walk. That is my... Amen.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for that, Don. I thank you for adding that in. That's why. That's why she's the best co-host ever.
3: <laughs> because in a in a time when there's so much hopelessness and negativity, you yeah.
2: need
3: to yeah. have yeah. hope, right? You need you to too. have yes, you need to have a hope, and this is not a a, a frivolous hope. This is a mm. really solid, deep, you know, hope yeah. in
2: a, it. yeah, it's yeah, it is, right. an
3: eternal God that can really make a difference in your life.
2: Amen. Wow. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, Dr. Roof, we want to thank you. And like I said, we're going to add on to it. Finley. We don't do Dr. Roof and cut it off right there. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we want we want you to keep it because we know you joy. So, you know, because you're yeah. we're all one big family. Well, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for the enthusiastic sermon that you're given us. Um,
2: thank yeah. you for just
0: letting us know that in the midst of trials, we do have hope.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and
0: this one yes. that uh, I want to say blessings to your family, mm-hmm. uh, and blessings for all the work you do in plantation, just mm-hmm. the people you interact with, and I admire you uh, for the years. I must say that to you. I admire you for years because you are thank you are a standout lady, and you are you are a woman of God. That's all. That's all matters. That's all that matters.
3: That's all so, that matters.
0: Mm-hmm. All that matters. So I want to thank you. If you could lead us out in a word of prayer, we thank you.
3: Gracious Heavenly Father, it is such a privilege to open your word with fellow believers, with Sister Dawn, Sister Joe, myself. We are connected, oh Lord, just as you say, we are connected to you. We, How we love each other here matters and reflects how we love you that we haven't seen. The Bible says, if you don't love the people you can see, how can you love whom you have not seen? Mm -hmm. So teach us to love each other and do the work of preparation, the work of connecting to you, the work of praying to you, the work of building our relationship with you, building that solid foundation. So when you come again, you can say, I know joy. I know Dawn, I know Joe, and all the rest of us. And we can say, yes, thank you, Father, that we have this good, tight relationship with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And while we're here, we look to you, uh, just as Jehoshaphat said, we have no power, nor do we know what to do, but we look to you for help, for strength, for guidance, for hope, for encouragement, for, for life, for everything. So let us keep praying. Let us keep singing because in the midst of our storms, you hear us and you answer our prayers. And above everything else, we pray that we will all be saved when you come again. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Doctor Finley. I hope you have a wonderful evening. God bless you yes, for the rest I of. Remember
3: my book if I can make up on the no,
0: Don't worry, you can do that. I, <laughs> I, my wife was so lucky to get one, so I was like, "Hey, she was there," so she enjoyed herself. So, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you, Don. As always, it's a pleasure. Yes, It's always a pleasure. And I want to thank um, to um, to listen to Doctor Ruth Finley's full sermon. Please go to Plantation SDA Church YouTube channel, or simply go to Plantation SDA. Uh, dot tv also subscribe to youtube channel to be notified of all upcoming live streams or any other programs and lastly always subscribe to your favorite podcast mm-hmm. and don you know what that is yes
3: to like it
1: to like it hit to that
0: like it like button. hit mm-hmm. that like button deeper dive plantation tv mm-hmm. and take it away don
1: all right so our birthdays for this week are november 10th we have a couple um beth beth Plummer. And okay. Dean Thomas. Dean Thomas. Yes. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen him in a while. I haven't seen them for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um November 11th is Sharma. It's Sharma. Sharma. Okay, Sharma. And yeah. November 12th, we've got two elders, Barbara and Nick. What? Happy birthday <laughs> to you. We gotta everyone. send a shout-out. Send a shout-out, guys. Yes, yes. All right. All I bless
0: right. you guys. Bless Thank you, everyone.
2: Ladies. Bless Take everyone.